Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. No need for any sound bites. Nobody wants to relive what took place yesterday at Lincoln Financial Field. It's a good afternoon, everybody. It's the Daily Ticket. We got a lot to get to. Jam-packed show. Sean Brace, John Jansen. Here on a Monday, we got a pretty good Monday night football game. Spread elevated to double digits on DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, Of course, John Jansen, the biggest Trevor Lawrence slash Jacksonville Jaguar fan out there. So we'll get an honest opinion on tonight's game. The in-season tournament coming your way. All things NBA picks and roll with Sean Bernard coming your way at 530. No Sixers till Wednesday. Nice little couple days off. Kelly Oubre did speak to the media. Didn't really address too much. We'll hit on all that a little bit later in this program. Gerald Colton at 4 o'clock. And a dramatic reading. Of the great Mike Sielski's Pulitzer Prize award-winning post that went up uh, last week and really got some play on Sunday from the Enquirer uh, about how if Brock Purdy was drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles, he'd be a god. He'd be a god. Also, he would suck. Who knows? Well, he didn't suck yesterday, so let's start. He didn't do anything yesterday. Do, do you want me to start on that? Stop it. Do you want me to start on it's that? It's a team effort, he did John. Nothing. He did nothing. It's a team he effort. He did nothing. He well, dropped he... back there the first two drives, right. and he tried to throw it downfield, and he couldn't do it. Are so all they did me? was gimmick screen plays, all and right. Debo Samuel did all of the work. It kicked our ass. That's great. And he had Brock a lot to do with nothing. it. Oh, stop it. Come on, man. I don't expect that from you today. What do you mean you don't expect that from me? I don't care if he threw the ball five yards. He threw for four touchdowns. He found the open guy, whether that was drawn up with one option, and that's it. This is the guy you throw to every time. I don't care if they make it that simple. He did it. But why do I have to give credit because to a guy they came that in did the bare and minimum? They kicked our That's fine. ass. Debo Samuel was the reason for that. Christian McCaffrey was the reason for that. Brandon Ayuk was the reason for that. And Their Brock offensive Purdy. line was the and reason Brock for that. Purdy. Brock Purdy didn't do a thing. Brock Purdy is on that list. It's ridiculous. Come on. They had, of his 314 yards, 212 of them were after the catch. Understood. The Eagles so you're giving him credit for what? Throwing screen passes? Yes. Like, after, I'm, not, I'm not arguing that. Executing a game plan. Oh, man. I could throw a screen pass in that offense. No, you can't. I could have thrown that same screen pass yeah. to Debo Samuel. It's a it's a literal three-yard lateral to your left. No. That's all it is. And Debo did the work. But that's, I mean, the, the toughest part about San Francisco is it doesn't matter what Brock Purdy is at this point. That is the best collection of talent and the best use of it the way Kyle Shanahan does and the, the different looks that he gives you, it's the best in the NFL. And it's it, that's why you know, I, I love where the Eagles are at in 10-2. and two. But we kind of knew and that. The, we did, but they beat the Eagles to an extent where it is even better than we thought. Uh, God, it, it's there's, it's, there the, was it's definitely the best a... in the league. It's the best offense by far in the league. Yeah, the, I wouldn't argue that. And going in, it's not like... We knew that it's going. It, you know, it's going to be difficult when you match up 
against a team that is led by Kyle Shannon because of everything that takes place before the snap. That's yeah, one. Right. But they yeah. did well against the Miami Dolphins. So it made me think like, okay, but they clearly weren't ready. They clearly were not the better team yesterday. There was one team that wanted it more. There was a team that was definitely rested. And I think the avalanche just continued. So I'm not going to sit here and make the Eagles out to be as bad as a lot of people want to make them out to be. This is a team that found a way to win a bunch of games against really good opponents that could have went either way. But guess what? It didn't. And yesterday did not go their way at home. But there is still plenty of football to be played. And if you think this team's going go to go down to Dallas and get destroyed because of what just took place yesterday, and you would say it as much, too. It's not how it works. It's week after week. These things don't carry over. The Eagles will have a 10 times better performance next week on the road at Dallas. And especially since they just asked, added the great Shaquille Leonard. Which I know that Shaquille Leonard might not be Mike Singletary in his prime. But I got news for you. If you watched any of that game yesterday, and of course throughout the course of this damn football season, you know that the Eagles' holes are at the linebacker position. Look at the names they started yesterday. Weren't all three of those linebackers for the Philadelphia Eagles originally cut by them at one yeah, point? Yeah, like one point on the practice squad and stuff like that. Yeah. Hey, yeah. That's not a winning formula. So at least you get this guy in here that can make some plays. And... Sure, we asking a ton. Damn right. Come in. Week one. Let's compete. It's week 14. But from my standpoint, where I'm at as an Eagles fan, I didn't think there was anything of value out there. I thought that this guy would sign somewhere else for more money. And then all of a sudden, what are you supposed to do to get better at that at those positions? It's not going to happen in week 14 of NFL season. That no. was squarely on how he's back. Squarely. Because I know this much. TJ Edwards, a much better linebacker than makes any the, of those guys. Makes those tackles, yeah. T.J. Edwards had problems in coverage and, and wasn't even, even though I think, if I'm not mistaken, I would have to check this, but I think he's better this year in coverage. Not amazing, but I think he is better this year. I, I Just the the tackling, though, just that, that the instincts, tackling, the Eagles didn't have that. And T.J. Edwards has decent size. He's not the biggest guy in the world, but he's much bigger than I would say even Morrow uh, and Cunningham and some of the others that they had to play. He's bigger and he's more physical and, you know, he doesn't end up missing tackles the way that those guys did. That, that right, and that would have helped. But that, they, the Eagles didn't want to. The Eagles were able to develop him. Didn't want to invest in him after that, though. They just don't want to invest in linebacker. Well, and it came to bite him in the backside it eventually. Did. When yep. you go up against a team like that, you better be ready to go in, in, in all eleven positions. Secondary, we're struggling right now. The first two series. The Eagles did well. Why? Because they were able to get after Brock, Brock Purdy. They were able to get penetration into the back. After that, the changes were made. Everybody relaxed, and the better team came out on top. The Eagles were able to beat the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship game, game because they knocked Brock Purdy out. But they were much better getting after the quarterback last year, so I don't think that anything would have changed. I think they were still winning that football game, regardless of Brock Kurt Purdy get hurt. Got yes, hurt. let's just say that that is different. They, this 49ers team is better than last year. I agree. They're and this, playing much better and than this Eagles last defense year. is worse than yeah, last it year. Is. Yep. So it that's is. not a good, you know, concoction here. As if I'm behind the bar shaking it up. You know? So where we're at right now. You're able to add Shaquille Leonard, huge deal. You're able to at least realize that you're not as good, you know, you just lost this game and you got your ass handed to you. So now you're the focal point. So now all the smelling themselves and we're untouchable, that's gone because the Jets lost 
was a shock to the system, and I expect this one to be even more so. This team is not going to go down to Dallas and lay down. Could they lose that game? Yeah, because Dallas is throwing the football really well. And Dallas has won those games at home a lot. Yeah, and Dallas yeah. is home, and it's a tough division opponent. Yeah. I get it. It's, it's going to be a break the end of the world. But that's, that's the kind of game, if the Eagles want to be the best team in the league yes. and want to make that you know, their thing and get that number one seed, all that. They have to win. Win the game. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a, because there's five games left. I don't know say, if the 49ers are going to lose a game. We could say all the things about, you know, Dallas choking, all that, all this stuff. But if the Eagles don't go in there and beat Dallas, they're in a really bad spot. I had to say bad spot, but it's not, it's not nearly as good as it looked when they were 10 and one. hundred percent. And then they end up being 10 and three and you might not get the number one seed anymore. That's correct. Yeah, heck, the division's even in the balance, even though Dallas's schedule is much harder. Yeah. So I think the Eagles still have that. Yeah, it's a lot. If the Eagles want to be the best team in the league, you got to win those games, and they've won them for the most part. This is one of you know four games that have been extremely difficult against some of the best teams, and the Eagles have won them. And I think they should get applauded and praised for that. But this is again what makes you know separates the you know great teams from the best. The men one. from the boys, right. John Jansen. The, the, but even the great teams from the best one. Yes, you know you win these games against Dallas, and make sure that you don't put yourself in bad positions to where you lose things like the number one seed, three and a half points. Spread up from two and a half to three, now at three and a half in favor of the Dallas Cowboys next week. Um, and and look, they'll be rested. All that stuff is going to be thrown back out there because this is a team that played on Thursday night, beat Seattle forty-one to thirty-five. We had our watch party, watched it in great detail. Didn't really come that much away that much impressed with Dallas, other than they're throwing the football really well, and and the Eagles secondary has been suspect. Uh, but yesterday, more so than throwing it, which I will agree with you, is the tackling. And it's inexcusable. Yeah, it's bad. And it's just, look, the, the 49ers played like their heads were on fire. They walked into that that uh, stadium all dressed in black. They ran their yaps all week. The Eagles played one of the most grueling games all season long in the NFL, 90-plus Snaps on defense against Josh Allen, who looked like uh, he was Fran Tarkenton out there. You know, he just looked untouchable. So they went up against the Buffalo Bills, were able to squeeze that game out, got the dub, and went up against a team that was coming off a fresh off a bye that wanted this game more than life itself, it seemed. And it showed that way. And I give all the credit in the world to the 49ers. That's not taking anything away from the 49ers, but one thing doesn't mean the other in the NFL. We know this. You, you can lose to the New York Jets and then roll out and beat Kansas City, beat Buffalo, beat Dallas, you know, like go up against the toughest of the of the better teams out there. But they lost to the Jets, led by Zach freaking Wilson, who doesn't want to go back in there now that they're calling him to go back. I can't believe that. The Jets have broken that guy's mind, body, and spirit. Holy crap. That might have been this, my favorite thing to read I, today. I, I, it is. And it's to the point, does Zach Wilson even want to play football anymore after what he's been through with the Jets? Well, that price tag's going to be And nice. I know he's not good. That, that's, that's, Somebody, a different, that's a different conversation. He'll get picked up somewhere else. I know, I know that, but... The guy, I mean, I the guy, the guy's broken mentally, yeah. mentally and physically, completely broken by the Jets. <laughs> That's great. All right, back to the Eagles, though, because of course there's a lot we can discuss here. Um, I don't know. First of all, Sirianni, I, for whatever reason, it goes through my mind. Um, it, why, why is he playing those players in the second half? You know, you get Swift blowing up, Jalen's back out there. 
I just was like, I know, wait the white flag, dude. That's when you make it an avalanche of, man, the, the vibes are really bad. Yeah. And I don't know how that, if that messes up anything in the locker room, Understood. what those guys think. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know from them. I don't know their perspective of Jaylen it. Jalen wants to go back in. Are you really going right. to say no? I just knew as me as a viewer, yeah, the Eagles were already getting their butts kicked. And then to see the hit like that to DeAndre Swift is like, man, yeah. this is, this is a beatdown. It didn't stop. A huge physical just epic beatdown that you're taking yeah. and it's just right it didn't stop it just felt like it kept leaking more and more and finally the pipes burst and it, it just looked horrible again i don't know if that from the perspective of the players if that really damages their psyche at all i just know as a viewer yeah. and i'm sure eagles fans watching that go i don't want to see this <laughs> no. that's not something i want to see late in the game you know guys taking hits like that and also just getting physically the beat swift to a hit is essentially when i turned it off yeah, that I, was. Well, I, that was I, I think I left the room. I didn't turn it off. No, that was a breaking point, though. Yeah, that was the one. That yeah. was bad. And I'm just <laughs> like, all right, dude, enough is enough. Um, we'll talk about this because I am in the camp that it didn't matter, and I realize that you want to run the football, but against the 49ers, I just didn't think that there was going to be anything there for them as far as success is concerned. Where are you at with Hole running the football in the first half? Because it was clearly not part of the game plan. They didn't stick to the script. They came out and threw the ball a ton. Uh, I can't believe that's the thing that people are so hung up on. I and this happens all the time. I I don't know why every every time a loss well, happens like this, the me, analysis always run the ball more. Well, let me, let me pause you though because you saw it last week though. That's my point. My point is I know, but you saw it last week where DeAndre Swift was far and away. A guy you want the ball in his hands. He had six total carries yesterday. I get it. But I also can't say that the Eagles weren't successful, especially in the first quarter. They were, I mean, they were driving the ball easily. Yeah. Then the red zone problems, which haven't been an issue. Correct. They've been really good in the red zone. Uh, but, you know, this that was a, a case of, okay, everything's not completely fixed in the red zone. They're doing better, and the numbers look a lot better, but all of the red zone issues that they had in the beginning of the season for, like, the first few weeks, it happened again, and that was their problem. And when we look at that first game like that, which is already going to be very close within all the margins, one of the things you have to win, we do this all the time, it's turnovers and red zone. And the Eagles didn't win in that area, and that was their problem. It was, I don't know if that's, you want to say running the ball, they didn't, run the ball enough i don't i don't know what the issue is all i know is they passed the ball a lot in the first half and they had plenty of opportunities to score yeah i don't know if that's what what changes there what i would want to change yeah for me it comes down to what happened in the second half this this was a decent football game at half and i know what were they up by eight i think they were up by eight the 49ers at halftime if i'm not mistaken was yeah. it seven eight whatever it was so it was a decent game they were still in it but the biggest change for me was just the lack of tackling and the focus on the linebacker position and that and, and, right and, that needs to be the biggest issue yeah and it just it really hadn't hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus i don't know it didn't have a lot to do with me on the offensive side of the ball it just was Clearly, I didn't have any confidence that this team was ever going to get off the field uh, and stop the 49ers. And it just comes down to 
the talent on the defensive side of the ball, especially at the linebacker position, and when you go up against great, great offensive minds, and Shanahan, you better believe, is the definition of great. Um, he is. Yeah. He's one like, of the best, it, maybe the best right it now. Wasn't, it wasn't really all that difficult to add up. I got a stat here from Jeff McClain. Of the four, 49ers, 314 passing yards that apparently, you know, I guess... Brock Purdy was underhanding in John Jansen's mind. Um, 213 yards came after the, the catch. That's a ton. Linebacker Nicholas Morrow, nice guy. He was on the All-Pro Green Legion show. Um, he alone accounted for 151 yak yards per, per PFF. Other Eagles could have helped minimize the damage on those plays, of course. But Morrow over his suspect. And if you don't get help there, if you don't change... And I don't know what you could do without adding a new name to the equation. I don't know what type of difference you can make. And Fletcher Cox played yesterday, which is a, a huge talking point for me throughout the course of the week because I was shocked that he was out there. And even with him out there, the 49ers were able to do what they want, both running the football and, of course, attacking the linebacker core with those wheel routes and the, the crossing routes and just the bubble screens and and they clearly had a game plan, stuck to it, and it worked 10 out of 10. It did. It was and perfect. It's just we saw Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. I mean, they're, they're two of the best in the league, and that's, that's what they're good at. You know, Brandon Ayuk is more of, I would say, the polished receiver, better receiver. You know, he's going to win more one-on-ones than Debo Samuel, but what Debo is tough at is tackling him. And once he gets the ball in his hands, he is so dangerous. And the same thing with Christian McCaffrey – and it just worked against the Eagles' biggest flaw, which is they're they're not physical enough. They're not uh, they're not great tacklers, and that was a problem for them. So yeah, I, I think that just it's a and look, San Francisco is going to do this to a lot of teams. So yes. I can't just say this is this they is a it. game. This is a game plan everybody can use against the Eagles. They did but, it to Dallas. Yes, the 49ers can just do that to anyone. 49ers are the best team in football. Yeah, it's they I mean, are. They did forty-two to nineteen against the Eagles, then put up forty and obliterated Dallas. It's it's hard not to think. And that's why I don't know you don't need to panic about the Eagles. No. Again, they're ten and two. They're one of the best teams in the league still. Correct. Nothing of that changes. They're not playing the 49ers but next week, right? Is, no, right. Exactly. It is eye opening though how good the 49ers looked in that game. And that it does feel like the Eagles are going to it will be a tough matchup against them the second time around. And for the most part, San Francisco probably is better this season. So it's gonna be it's gonna be very tough to win that game. Not to say that they can. I don't know. But if I, it's think, so I think eye opening. Like it that it for was. Me. It was. That was. That was very easy. Mm. What they did today. We end. knew going into this that the schedule was a huge factor. That is a fresh, fresh team. It is week off, and we knew darn well the Eagles were taxed, who just played their butts off against the Bills. So. I already had a bad feeling. I won't say that when that game kicked off, I was thinking like that, and nor were they. They're out there. Let's ball. Let's play. You know, the the, the trash is being talked, all that. But I never had a good vibe about this game. And again, I don't really think it was as bad. And that's fair because, because the spot was good for the 49ers. Yeah. So I agree with you. Still, though, if you put up the total of points that they scored and points against in two games against two of the best teams in the NFC, oh, yeah. I mean, that's overwhelming. Understood. That's a lot. Understood. I just feel like if you were to run this back and say this is an NFC Championship game in Philly, good luck. Good luck. If it's in San Francisco, the backs are against the wall. I, I'm right there. I'm not naive to believe that. But in that environment, 
where you already know and you got your ass kicked and you got a nice little game plan that you feel like you can go and, and get after them and what they use successfully. It's not like they were throwing the football all over the place, run and shoot. I, I get it. It's it's not easy to stop McCaffrey. He is the best running back in the game. That offensive line, Trent Williams and company, pretty dang good. Shannon as an offensive coordinator, offensive mind, and Purdy doing what is needed, doing what is asked of him and not making mistakes. And then, oh, by the way, if you happen to have to punt, it's not the end of the world making your defense get out there and going up against whoever because of who you have on that defensive line. And, of course, the line. But that front seven's nasty. They're a great football team. They are. Great football team. I can, you know, there are not many silver linings from a 42-19 game. None. But I thought the passing game for the Eagles wasn't bad. I thought it was good. I thought they were successful. It misses Dallas Goddard. They do. They miss Dallas Goddard. Bad. It's just, they, you know, things, once they snowballed the way they did, you know, the Eagles offense... It just had no chance of catching up. But for the most part, you know, I thought I thought Hertz looked fine. I don't think he was bad. I think he was pretty good. So they can they can move on that defense. Yeah, and they they had opportunities to score, and that game would have looked. I think it it very much would have looked different if they end up scoring on those two red zone possessions. They didn't. That's just something that's going to have to change if this happens, you know, in game number two against these guys. Those are the things you have to win at. And if they do, which the Eagles, I think, can, and they've proven that they can in this stretch where they've been very good in the red zone, the game probably looks different. In this game, it didn't. It got away from them quickly. That's just how good the 49ers are. You don't do good in certain areas. They're going to pummel you for that. But I think the Eagles can. They're talented enough. They have done it before. And I thought overall, again, pretty successful. It's just... Things snowballed the way that they did, and it looks worse than it probably should have. All right. And last but not least, I know my man is loved and has been loved for quite some time. And, you know, here in Philadelphia, he's a legend. But Big Dom got to keep it off the sideline, bro. And I know the people are loving this one. Oh, well, he's paid to do that. He's a, no, he's not. He's not a part of the team. He's not on the he's not on the fifty three man roster and he's not a coach. He don't need to be between the sidelines thirty for thirty. The thirty from thirty is for coaches and 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 I know it, it's up to each team to determine. That's fine, but what he did was way out of line. There's no need for him to be stepping in. People are like, oh, he's part, he's a security guard. That's what he's supposed to do. Yeah, I don't think no. that's the argument. I no. just like he's, no, he's an he's an. Players, police, players. He's part of the Eagles staff. He's wearing like the same kind of thing coaches wear. Like he's clearly on that sideline for a reason. Yeah, he's not on the reason. He's not on the sideline to break up a fight like that. You probably tell him, no, just back off, stay away from him next time. But to overblow this, like, oh my god, I can't believe he did that. The green law. What do you mean? He didn't escalate a situation. He didn't make it worse. They followed him into the locker room with cameras, John. He is now known countrywide. National. He's a figure. He's okay. going to be on PTI and around the horn. He's going to be the talking point for all this what, nonsense. But what does that mean again? Why does that have to matter with the intention of what he was doing? And overall, the, the situation I'll itself tell you, now played I'll tell you out. Straight it was not, up. It was not Are you deal. ready? Are you ready? What's he's that? winning awards this year. People are wearing t-shirts with the guy's face on it. I think he's getting a little too big for his britches. That's all. A little too big, Dom. You got to be. That's not know. what that's all about. That position is not about making headlines. I don't know. Are you? Were you saying that about the union trainer when that happened? When that whole 
scuffle happened with him and a player? That's a little different. How is that different? Because he was on the field, okay. and the guy was over but his still, head. But still, he's an athletic trainer. He shouldn't be getting involved. He's not a coach. Correct. He's I not agree, a player. I agree with that, but the player was over him on the field. He was taking care of a player on the field. And where Dom is out on the field? No, I, Dom is not supposed to be on the field. He, but he is, though. No. <laughs> what do you mean? He's right there on the sideline. No. This was happening on the Eagles' sideline. Catching awards. And he just happened to be there. People I wearing, believe you're really like, people so wearing up in arms shirts about this. With it's really not that big of a deal. And look, of course the NFL is going to make it a huge deal because it's the NFL. And Dom's got to get to the back. you got to be in the, in the shadows. That's the key of that position. In the shadows? I mean, he's... Yes. <laughs> That's obviously not where he's supposed to be. The Eagles are completely fine with him. <laughs> he's probably been standing on the sideline like that for how many years he's been with the Eagles now? Well over a decade. And he's yeah. right next. I mean, he's right next to, he's right at the front. No. So they obviously, nobody has a problem with where he's standing. And he just so happened to be there when there's this whole thing happening. And every coach, and every player, he's in every it. coach and every player is allowed to try and de-escalate the situation Pull guys apart, but Greenlaw was the one who was kind of getting in his feelings a little bit. Who kind of was upset, was trying to be too aggressive, did something completely egregious, unnecessary roughness, and he was ready to fight. And, and Dom just so happened out. to be in the middle of he it. He didn't need to be thrown out. Why Ew. are they throwing that out, that guy out? Greenlaw? Yeah. Yeah, he needed to be thrown out. Why? Come on, man. He was throwing punches. He didn't throw but a punch. He did. He threw a punch at Dom. Yes, he did. He threw a finger up. He threw a punch. He threw a punch at Dom. He really did. No, he didn't, like, it didn't land, and it wasn't like he really... Got one in, but yes, he threw a punch. He was, Sean, he was looking for a fight. Greenlaw was looking for one. Oh, yeah. Well, with, he, the, with what he did to Devontae Smith in that play to afterwards he and how punch. he acted. He, he didn't throw a punch. He gave him a little, a little, uh, what, you know, it's not glove a finger wash. Point. Glove wash. No, he didn't, like, he didn't like do fly, that. Like he tried to, hockey. No, no, he did not. He tried to throw a fist. He threw it like that. It was an uh, it was an awkward looking thing. It wasn't the best looking punch. Yeah, that's what I mean. He didn't need to be thrown out. It was ridiculous. He needed to be thrown out. And Come I think on. Dom he was, he to be was thrown looking out. for it. No one needs to be thrown out. All right. Everyone just if you're not playing on the field, stay off the damn field. All right. Okay. Nick Sirianni shouldn't be on the field. I uh, then I'm I'm okay with that as well too. Okay. You got yeah. I was about to say you. You He's can't just be. I don't know where you draw the line on that. Get if you're back. Not on the field. Get back. Get back. I want to be a get back guy. That's what I want to be. Those guys. That does look money. fun. Oh, yeah, that does look like a lot of fun. A lot of fun. A lot of work. Let's put it that way. All right. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, with make, the whole, make sure to get your cardio up. With the whole Dom nonsense. Thank God but you're joking. You it, were getting it, me fired up. It for was no, a I think it's just a non non story. He's catching awards. Catching awards. People wearing like t-shirts. He's the reason I think Jack Leonard signed. He here. knows where bodies are buried, John Danson. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> People are all like looking up what his title is, and they're like, "Man, yeah, this guy definitely launders money." But you know, he's been around for a long, long time. Anyways, we'll keep it moving here. Um, just a rough, rough game, and one that we definitely want to put behind us. And how do we do that? Well, of course, by the uh, new signing that the Eagles were able to make. Uh, they needed that once Shaquille Leonard comes in, agreed to terms around two forty-five. So that should put a smile on somewhat of our faces out there again just a tough loss uh but on to the next one anything else you want to add on this one before we put a bow on this birds beat down not really other than i mean just yeah crown san francisco i i think it's it's appropriate to do that i know eagles fans won't want to do it and i completely understand it eagles are still 10 and 2 great team and they they have a chance at a super bowl for sure but i mean i think that's the the two victories against the two top nfc teams and how they did it 
it's hard not to come away and, and crown San Francisco at the moment as the best team in the NFC. Brock Purdy scored a touchdown. We had that at minus 210. Of course, Jalen Hurts scored a touchdown. We had that as well. Christian McCaffrey. He's a Brock Purdy. You meant Christian McCaffrey. Oh, Christian McCaffrey. Minus McCaffrey. Okay. Yeah, minus 210. Uh, A.J. Brown went way above his total. That was a good call there. Eight catches for 114. Yeah. And then Devontae just kept up uh, his... Um, his winning, well, not winning ways, but uh, his hot streak. I know he probably didn't want to do it, but Debo was was an obvious play that we didn't talk about. Well, no, Roy did. I mean, he, Roy, 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 had, it, Roy, did, Roy yeah. had it in the right But uh, he talked the talk, and man, he walked it as well. Yeah, I, game. I 100% didn't put him on my roster because uh, I've rent with uh, Tank Dell, who is now done for the season because he was blocking on a goal line possession, which I just don't understand. The guy is smaller than my left leg, and you want him out there blocking, and now he's got a broken fibula, and um, those are big losses. You got Tank Dell gone and Christian Watson pulled up with a hammy yesterday and the Packers are winning some games. If you don't have Watson and Tank Dell's not there for Houston, that's a huge loss for both of those squads. We'll discuss that. We got all things NFL week 13 wrap up on the other side. As I said, jam packed show. We're going to have a lot of fun. Trust me when I tell you that. Don't go anywhere. More daily ticket back up to this. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.